Alex, tell the GoPro Sami what they've got to expect today. So today we have a dub substitution. Yes. Done by you. Ooh. We have yeah. a two lies and a truth. Yeah. Done by me. And we've got loads of other stuff. We've got loads of other Great stuff. Great football chatter. Great chatter. banter. Yeah. And all that. You know? Just the I'm usual. looking forward to this episode because we've got about a million things to talk about. We do, but first, yeah. a word from our sponsors... And I know this is something a bit close to home with you, mate. Okay, go on. Look, I know, like, we had a chat before the podcast about something. Yeah. And I know you'll be glad to know with a sponsor, yeah. this is something that can help you. Awesome. So I know, you know, talking about erectile dysfunction isn't Great. easy. You know, usually, Alex, we brush it off or blame ourselves saying things like, I lost my mojo yeah. or, you know, smash mouth all-star isn't working for me anymore. Or we avoid it altogether with excuses like, you know, I've had a long day at work or, sorry, honey, I'm just not feeling it. Yeah. You know, you've had issues with it, mate. Yeah, floppy willy syndrome. Yeah. So, you know, with Roman, mate. Yeah. We're supported by Roman, Roman. this week. Roman of the company. Yeah. It's easy to talk about with them. With a real doctor yeah. who can prescribe you real medication. Wow. It's simple, safe and totally discreet. So Wicked. basically, mate, just to help you out, because I know it's a bit of a problem with your floppy willy. Uh, you Probably can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, as they like to call it, ED. all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. So the doctor will work with you, Alex, specifically you and, yeah. you know, any anyone listening who can't get it up. Uh, the medication's appropriate. Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple and discreet. Awesome. So getting started, mate, is simple, okay? Just go to what Roman. What do I have to do? GetRoman.com slash BlueWire and complete an online visit. So go to Roman.com slash BlueWire to get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. Just just go to Roman. So Look, if your dick isn't getting you yeah. know, where you want it to be, Roman's the answer, And this is man. discreet, so no one's going to find out about my... Apart from everyone listening. Oh. Apart from every single person listening. Apart from them, yeah. it's discreet. I mean, for everyone listening, it'll be all right. Yeah. But for you, yep. really embarrassing. Because everyone knows your problem now. So go to roman.com forward slash blue eye and sort your wonky knobs out. But it's discreet, right? Go Poster Jumpers, all coming up. Can we just start the episode? Okay. Colchester United's Sammy Schmodix is unable to recognise himself in the mirror. <laughs> We're just two guys who like talking about football, just enjoying it. The overwhelming stench Paint. of ready salted crisps. I smells. know what James Mill smells like. Rice cakes. Yeah. <laughs> because this podcast isn't just all stupid shit. Just mainly stupid shit. Right, so for this week's episode, Alex, mm. really excited to start this one off. We always want a catchy way to start off the episode, just to just to pull everyone in, just to get people excited, get them invested in the episode. So I thought, what better... Than to talk about my floppy rap. Oh, okay. To do a go post for jumpers rap. Can we not? So spit me a beat. Come on. No. Spit me a beat. I don't want to do this. Just do it. I'm desperate for you not to do this. Just do it. We're go jumpers down. We're here to say, Alex. Can we just start the episode? I I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it'd make you uncomfortable (laughs) if I actually done it. Ha ha ha! We had you there, didn't we? Remember when Baker said he was going to rap, but then he didn't. Of course you do. It literally just happened. Anyway, 
Here's Dubstitution. Welcome to Dubstitution. Another goal post for Jumpers Revolution. Enough of a boring question. This is our solution. By the way, Paul Joel had a sex step. Wow. I can't quite believe this, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, GoPost Army, I am actually joined here today by none other than the special one. Hi, Mourinho. Uh, so Alex got to um, interview Hodgson last week, which was a huge get for us. And do you know what? He completely fucked it up by asking him what his favorite ice cream was. It completely compromised, you know, the journalistic integrity that we uphold here at Go Poster Jumpers. So, Jose, look, first question, when was the last time you had a wank and slipped your finger inside your bumhole? The last time on 2011. Oh, 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 right. <laughs> you know, I, I, I actually try and do it as uh, often as possible, what with all the health benefits, apparently, of s sticking your finger in your asshole actually brings. It, was it something you really got into at the time? It didn't happen a lot of times. Right. So, you know, more of an experimental process. I, you know, I normally, when I do it, am pretty conservative with it. But I tend to enjoy mainly doing it more in the shower. Where was it that you did get a bit of finger tracing last? Benfica, Basel, and Galati from Romania. Fucking hell, Jose. You fingered your Portuguese arsehole in a theatre of dreams. Good on you, mate. You know, way to show way to show those United fans after, I guess, you were so mistreated. So, how long were you doing it for? And, you know, did you ever do it with anyone else in the world of football? So, in seven years, with four different managers... No way! So, you're saying... It became such a fetish and obsession that it actually impacted on Man United's Champions League campaign. That's incredible. You know, one exclusive. So, you know, was there was there a particular finger tunnel in you were keen of? You know, one that jumps out as you as the best experience? Maybe doing a football match or something? You randy Portuguese bastard, you? The best was... A quarterfinal. This is football heritage. Wow, okay. So, you know, you're, you're actually saying it's rife in the football world then. That's, that's, that's pretty crazy. I mean, I knew it was enjoyable, but I guess, you know, it's not for everyone. You mentioned before we started as well that you entered some fingerbation contests to see, um, you know, the, 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 the competition is to see who can get the deepest. You know, I'm sure Paul Jill was there and won it, let's be honest. But what was your best place? The best was fourth. This is football heritage. Football heritage. Wow. I mean, you're passionate about this, aren't you? To, 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 to say it's part of, you know, the fabric of football. You know, something I actually want to ask you about is, is the competition we mentioned beforehand. You know... Would you be able to tell me how does it actually work as a process? <laughs> yeah. No, Jose, you can... No, 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 no. There's no... There's, you don't need to take your... Put your pants back on. No way. Jose, put your pants back on. I, oh, no way. I don't, I don't need to see... 
Jesus fucking Christ. Is this for real? Is this for real? When you start the process, you are here, Jose. you are there, or you are there is heritage. It was a question. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't need to, I didn't need to see it. Fucking hell. You know, what the fuck is this interview? I respected you before, but not enough to see your finger in your arsehole right in front of my face. Why would you do that for goodness? You're a father for fuck's sake. With 55, I am what I am. I did what I did because of work, because of my talent and because of my mentality. What do you mean a talent? You just stuck your finger up your fucking ass and you're passing it off as a talent. Fuck this. I'm out of here. Jesus Christ. So, so be it. I am a, a very lucky guy and I'm really happy to be what you I am. absolute fucking pest. Just, just to kick it off, by the way, just to let everyone know, yeah, it's always good to know when the episodes are released. Because I know right. that you know me as a podcast listener. I only found out this week, Armchair Expert, my favorite podcast released on a certain day. Yeah, I literally don't know when my. I, I just you don't know when this podcast yeah. released. No, I literally don't know. Well, no, sometimes. I mean, but we release on Wednesdays. Wednesdays. So you know, Wednesday, so we've changed from Mondays. Now we're on Wednesdays. We're on Wednesdays. You can always catch us on Wednesdays. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter and all that just to get involved. You know, we're always looking forward to an interaction. So Twitter, Alex, is at G4J Podcast. Yeah, and on Instagram, we're at GoPost number four jumpers. Yeah. Get involved, send us a message. We're always keen to give people shout outs and the such. Alex? Yeah, we, uh, we want to get everyone involved. We want to have as much audience interaction as possible. So tweet in all your ideas for Two Lies and the Truth. Tweet in. I mean, it's great when people... Let us know. Give me stories. Do half the work for me for yeah, the week. Yeah, just do which your job great. for you. You know. Yeah, it's amazing. Basically, if everyone could write in, help Alex not do anything. Yeah, and me it would be great. That'd be amazing. Just do our jobs for us, and also tell us what grinds your goalposts because yeah. uh, there's always something that we wanna we wanna dig what a little bit deeper. You off in football and all that. So should we kick it off with tweets of the week? No. Oh, I want to do tweets of the week, obviously. Yeah. But let's kick it off as per usual with a would you rather. Ah. Okay, so okay. this was this was written in uh by a fan. Okay. Uh via email actually. Uh a at uh christine.price at yahoo.co.uk. Sounds like my mum. Might be. So would you rather <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? It is your mum. Okay. <laughs> It's not really. No, my mum is on a Yahoo account. No? I just thought that, like, I think people's mums are usually on Yahoo. Bear in mind, I Do set up... Do you find that? I think I set up all my mum's accounts, so I yeah. was the one who did it, so I know all of Do you find that your everyone's parents are either on AOL.co.uk AOL, or at Yahoo? Tiskily. What Tiskily. About at Tiskily. Great one. Uh, Tiskily. Do they even exist? No, I don't um, think so. What was that company that used to sponsor Newcastle? Oh, NDL. NDL? Yeah. People used to have at ndl.co.uk. I remember yeah. that. You know you're old if you've got an NTL yeah. address. Or Yahoo. or Yahoo. But So this yeah. is my mum, but fake. But fake. Okay. But really me. Fake mum. So would you rather never be able to wear clothes or always have itchy allergy eyes? I've got itchy allergy I, eyes. I know this is close to home for you because you've got severe hay fever, but would you rather never wear clothes again or yeah. for the rest of your life, every single day oh. of your life, you have Every day's a hay fever itchy, day, Every basically. day's a hay fever day. That I'll, must be... Uh, I'll go with hay fever one. day. 
Would you? Yeah, because I like my clothes. Yeah, you don't want to be naked in public. But then you'd be so used to being naked all the time. I, you'd I, be like, do you know what? I it. think if I had itchy allergies every day, I'd end up just jumping off a viaduct. I couldn't handle that. Naked? No, I'd choose the itchy allergies. I know, but you jump off the viaduct naked, right? No, because I'd be wearing clothes because I chose to have... Oh, I see. Itchy allergies. So you're choosing to have itchy allergies. Wait, so if I'm naked all the time and I can't wear clothes, does that cure my hay fever? Yeah. Oh. That well, cures This is interesting it. now. I mean, were you not listening? Nah. Rarely. What, no, I'll, I'll go with the itchy allergies. Yeah, I like my clothes. Okay. It's cold sometimes. Fair enough. So tweets of the week, mate. What have you got for us? Right, let's kick it off. In the mad world of Twitter. Let's talk about the Manchester derby. Are we just not allowing each other to do what we want on this podcast what do, today what do you mean well you said you want to start with tweets of the week and i said no would you rather we finished would you rather and i'm like let's do tweets of the week and you're like let's do the manchester derby <laughs> well let's talk about the manchester derby are we derby? just trying to annoy each other well i have a tweet i have a tweet well that's oh, very so easy we're not doing tweets of the week well, we have a tweet related to it so we are doing tweets of the week but it's manchester derby yeah let's talk about manchester derby but then tweets of the week it's included in it okay I mean, we've lost 16 listeners in the last take, 20 seconds. <laughs> you take the lead on this, mate, because you've confused the fuck out of me here. Right. The reason why I want to talk about Manchester Derby, you saw it. A lot of people saw it. How do you feel, though? You're a Man United fan. Over the fucking moon. Yeah. Because it's not just the Manchester Derby. We just beat Tottenham. One yeah. of our best performances all season. I was going to say in the previous episode, episode 28, which you can listen to if you haven't yet. Um, we I, I criticise Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and I still don't feel as a great manager. Mm. I mean, things are looking pretty good for United the last two games. I mentioned that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer doesn't know how to set a team up. Yeah, Alex used an example that he does know how to set a team up because of the previous game against Tottenham in the season. Yeah, And then he only goes and fucking sets up a great result a result against Tottenham sets and up a Man team to, to beat Mourinho and Pep Guardiola in the space of a week which yeah, is which makes is me look like an absolute idiot look, I still I, stand by it though I understand I understood what you were saying and look I, by, by no means do I think this is fixing United's problems I think we've still got a lot of work to do but how positive was it to have a team so dangerous in terms of attacking on, on the counter and this is where we were talking about Ollie being able to set up a counter-attacking team. Mm. He's had Tottenham and City, two teams that want to play with the ball, want to press, want to kind of dominate possession. And look look at the result. We've we've beaten Tottenham and we've beaten City. And I thought Dan James, um, Dan Martial, James, wow. Rashford from the, from the top. And, Fifteen million for Dan James, wasn't it? Ollie described Dan James as one of the best in the world, and he said this: one of the best in Europe. I think it was. Um, best may as well say defensive winger in the in Europe, and would, would I looked at it. I thought, well, steady more on. Of a def- defensive winger for United. I, th- I think he's brilliant at both, but as a defensive winger, I thought he was absolutely fantastic. Down that right hand side, him and Wan Bissaka, Sterling I mean, Sterling can get kicked. Wan Bissaka though, like Wan Bissaka was different what, level. What a d- like, that was probably one of the best. Defensive, yeah, performances I've seen for a very, a long very time. long time, and I th- and I thought, um, oh, one Basaka, two Basaka, three Basaka, four. I thought that, but also I thought. So now so there's been times throughout the season, and a lot of times mm. throughout the season, where I've looked at Fred, and I've thought, and I've genuinely questioned. Right before I've, you continue, I still can't get over that his name is Fred. 
It, it's, it's got, it's, he's got about five just, names. I was just looking at Fred. He's got like five names. What a weird name. But Fred, I've actually questioned myself genuinely if he is a professional footballer. Can he play to a professional like, standard of football? I generally think at times that I could go out there and play better than him. The, it's one of those things. You always say it and people are like quite hyperbolic about it. No, but like with Fred, it. it's, it's completely yeah. viable. Throughout this season, it's warranted. he was making mistakes every single time he touched the ball. He was giving away possession every single, single time he touched the ball. He's making fouls. Tottenham, City, those two performances, I've, I've seen a £50 million player there. Yeah. I've seen why United have to bought him. To be fair, him. right, we both know that w- if we went out there, put the United kit on, we couldn't produce a performance like Fred did against a Mourinho Tottenham and a Guardiola Man City. We know that. I thought Fred was fantastic. So and that's, I- that's what money buys you. Like, he, he does have the talent. It's unlocking it. It's unlocking it was the a, talent. It's obviously a confidence issue with Fred, there's, and there's that was the problem. There's a reason you pay £50 million. Pounds. Like, that comes from somewhere. I've, I've never seen such a such a diversity in terms of a performance at the start of the season to over the span of two games becoming this fantastic defensive midfielder um and i think i think and it's one thing i will bring up now before we go on to what my tweet of the week was is scott mctominay okay i thought scott mctominay when he's back in that side you look at the record and there's a lot of tweets going around a lot of people comparing him and and talking about his performance in the united side and its direct correlation to results but Scott McTominay is someone who embodies Manchester United right now. And we don't have many of those. Yeah. He's he's a he's player. An old, he's a classic Manchester. He's someone you know Alex Ferguson would, would start. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah, yeah, And Durant, I think Same he owes Dan his... James. Have a, yeah. have a look at this. Scott McTominay, and this is this is something he said, He he's obsessive. His desire to improve um, includes searching his own name on Twitter to read criticism. That is As a, a footballer, that's a tough thing to do. Mentally, does how he strong... Does he actually do that? He does it, yeah. That's risky. But, and it, and but, bear in mind, Scott McTominay will come under a lot of scrutiny. But if you can channel out the idiot somehow, which is very hard on Twitter... What are you using actually, it? And actually see that, you know, right, okay, 146 people have tweeted that my passing was appalling today. Yeah. If you can see that from the fans, forget um, performance analysis as useful as they are. Forget all the all the people behind the scenes in a club. If you've got 156 people who paid money to go and watch you or watched on TV, like fans mm-hmm. who have all said your passing was awful that day, then you know your passing was awful that day, and that's something to improve on. Yeah, I, I, look, so I you're, good, you're always going to take more more notice of what a manager says. A manager's going to do your performance analysis. Would you the do week. that if you were a footballer? Would you? I You'd think, tempted, I think if I was a professional footballer, I would be searching my name on Twitter every single day. You pro- you think about that, but then I just, I don't know, you have to be very strong mentally to, to do that. And I thought, obviously, Scott, men- Scott, his mentality is is one of a Manchester United player, so he's very strong, and he's so young. What is his birthday of the day? 20, what is he, 22, 23? Yeah. Um, and I think... United without Scott McTominay are a very, very a much worse side. And you look at Pogba, Pogba yeah. missing yeah. compared to Scott McTominay, who's more integral back? right now? Do you need him back in the lineup? I think I think we need a bit of creativity from yeah. midfield. A world class player, yeah, definitely. So yeah. Pogba wouldn't look. Pogba's fit. Fred goes out. Definitely. Pogba comes in. But so, what is your tweet of the week then? Tweet of the week um, was from 
a... So this isn't Tweet of the Week. This is just Tweet of the Week. This is one of the tweets of the week. So we're now into Tweets of the Week. Technically. But But it's about the Manchester Derby. starting with the Manchester Derby. Yeah. It was at Contrast R6. And it was one of the biggest tweets that got the most traction. Okay. Tweet was, Racist at the Man City game against Man United is called Anthony Burke. Video of him doing monkey chants. Works uh, at Kia Group. Kia, yeah, he works at Kia, doesn't he? He's Do you want someone working for you that does monkey chants and he's hashtagged kick it, uh, MCR, he's, he's added kick it out, yeah. city, GM yeah. police. So he's gone full hog on that with including pictures of him doing the chants, pictures of him with yeah. his missus. I saw that. And him at work. Yeah. This guy... is fucked. Is fucked. Yeah. He's a... I've, I saw that he was a northern irish guy or something right he's from northern ireland now he's he's claimed he wasn't doing anything he was putting his hands in his pants or something uh, that's his that's his defense 100 percent right like although his gestures weren't as obvious as other racist gestures they weren't as yeah. like he wasn't doing it for a prolonged amount of time there is no question whether it was for a split second in your opinion it was for a split second like looking at the video, I'm not defending him, but yeah. it doesn't matter. This will be this will he, be a legal he knows, legal case, so he we knows have to that be careful. He has a leg to stand on here to lie, because although it was quite obviously a racist gesture, yeah, he's, he's quite obviously making a monkey sign a, a black person on the pitch. I can guarantee you, he won't get charged. Because there's not enough for him to get charged. You don't think? Well, they, people have got to prove that he was doing it, and this is the issue. This is where they we can't can prove it. We've almost got to skirt around it and say, well, maybe because obviously we're broadcasting to people. But was it? Was he doing it? Yes, Most likely, in my opinion, hundred percent, he was. Yeah. Look at him. He's angry. Like you don't angrily put your hands in your pockets while shouting at a player like no. in that manner. Do you know my problem with it? And I've got two problems, two two big issues with it, other than the racism, two big issues with it. First of all, of all, was there's two stewards stood right in front of him. Yeah, I saw that. They 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 kind of circulate him towards the end, don't they? I don't know how it goes down, but those stewards, I I don't know whether they, well we've had no reports that they that they reported him to yeah. authorities or even to anyone higher up, so they haven't reported it. No, they haven't. And and if that guy was doing it just then, he hadn't done it off a a three second clip. He was he was obviously doing it before. He must have do, been doing it before if he yeah, was doing it. Of course. Um, my other problem was guess who everyone wants to turn to to blame the club Raheem Sterling. What do you mean? Do you see this? Right. Was this because before you go into it, I know that um, was it Fred who was thr- had coins thrown in. Yeah. Fred was going for a corner or a throw-in. And in fairness, like, although Raheem Sterling isn't to blame, obviously, for the racism at the game, but Raheem Sterling is always... he's He, he does always come out and, you know, he's opinionated on the matter. Of Fair play, course. As a because black, he's been subject to player, abuse. he's subject to racist abuse. Absolutely understandable. Yeah. But to be honest, mate, I was really surprised seeing that clip. Seeing Fred, like with a cacophony of fucking coins being thrown at him, didn't do anything to help him. What do you want him to do? I don't know. Like, he hasn't done and anything that's, wrong. And that's the thing. He hasn't done anything He's wrong. He's done nothing but wrong. He, he has chosen to keep out but of it when Mahrez... But people couldn't wait to put, to put Sterling know, in, which is in insane. the frame. Like, for, for me, like, 
I, I, I saw that clip. I saw that clip of Sterling. Yeah. And I thought, oh, mate, come on, like, help him out. Like, he's getting... Th- can't, but at the same time, it's a football match. Which, like... That, but at the same time, it's like, well... It, my, right, my personal opinion is that's, an, that's another black player getting racially abused and literally assaulted. So just go over and say you're all right, but you you don't know what's going on, Sterling. It's head. a Manchester you derby. Think, yeah, it's Does a Sterling know derby. exactly what's you're happened? You're distracted. You're playing a fucking derby. Yeah, and I I and just thought it was ridiculous. Want to blame him? Well, th- there's there's <laughs> how, can fi- you, how can you blame Sterling? There's fifty other people fucking... to blame before you blame Sterling, and Sterling wasn't even doing anything wrong. Sterling is the six millionth person you should blame in the equation. And I just I find it fascinating that. All of a sudden, we had a, we had a reason to. We should start a feature on this podcast called "Why Always Sterling." Why always Sterling? Literally, because Literally, why always Sterling? What do you mean? Because I, I, I don't even know. The Balotelli thing. No, no, but oh. literally, why always Sterling? Yeah, why honestly. why is it always him? No Sterling idea. stands by as players. Race. That'd mean, be a headline. At this rate, it can't just be because of racism. It's just he's become this fucking. Like parody. Well, it's like you said. He's, a, he's opinionated. He's opinionated, but as a result of being subject to, I mean, years and years of abuse, racist abuse, but also years and years of being criticised by the media. And there's no other. I cannot see any other reason other than he is a young, successful black guy. That's the only thing. That's the yeah. only thing. No, 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 no. I disagree because there are plenty of other young success. Uh, su- successful black players out there so at this rate is person is something like it can't be that it's just he's the english media has turned him into a scapegoat plain yeah. and simply but the, the only reason i can say like like i said uh, is he was the up-and-coming young yeah. black guy playing if, for england if you if you were on twitter in the last few days and you come out and blamed sterling in any format for what happened, you're a racist. I don't care. Like, I mean, that's, that's strong. I, I think, I, you like, you, like you said, you can, un, you you can see it. You have to because you're thought, ignoring the fucking facts. Well, you like, initially saw it. You, you're probably just very, you're someone who's just quick to jump on the bandwagon. That's 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 a very light. No, it's just, you're detracting from the problem. Yeah, the problem the was problem, the guys like, being you, racist, you are, ra- racist towards people, the fans, and it was the, the throne of coins, which... I mean, any fan, any, look, it, whatever rivalry, Liverpool, United, Cardiff, Swansea, would you, you're never going to condone chucking things at players. It's an though? absolute disgrace. As a, Card- as a Cardiff fan, if it was the South Wales derby, if, for instance, a black player on the Swansea's, uh, Swansea City team uh, went over to a black person on the Cardiff City team and consoled them after being assaulted because of racism, yeah. I wouldn't for a second think... How dare you? This is a South Wales derby. No, I think. Well, of course, he's he's like, you know, you're you're supporting him. It, it marred that marred the game and what was an absolute fantastic game for United. Look at what happened with Lukaku and Chris Smalling, like in the Italian yeah. Serie A. Like Lukaku, yeah. like the Italian league is rife with racism. And do you know what? It's so nice to see Chris Smalling going up to Lukaku at the end of the game yeah. and giving him a hug and tweeting afterwards, "My brother." Well, so, well, Solskjaer's already said that he's he's pretty intent on Smalling coming straight back after, after of that. Doesn't want him Look to be... performances. Uh, yeah. Roma, what's your next tweet anyway? Next tweet, a little bit more positive. It's about uh, Red Bull Salzburg. The tweet yeah. is from at Samba Roll. Uh, this is something quite interesting. Red Bull Salzburg have lost just one of their last 73 
home games in all competitions. 73. What? They've lost just one of their last Red 73. Bull yeah. That's unbelievable. They've got they've got quite a hell they've got a so decent they must side. have had an invincible season in that in that. In well, that I don't time. know where that that's appeared that loss in in those, but um, it was an interesting stat. And I mean, they had to they have to have had an unbeaten season. Now the problem is with Salzburg, they're going to lose their best players. They they always will. With, yeah. with the Red Bull teams, obviously between Salzburg Leipzig, they tend to lose their players to Leipzig. It's a very easy though, transition in terms of investment. They're very cash-rich teams. But look look at Leipzig. Now, Leipzig have actually got a very real chance of winning the league in the Bundesliga. If you haven't Mate, been... Have you seen the Bundesliga this season? Bayern Munich are like six. I know. And, uh, well, Mocken Gladbach just... Mocken Gladbach. Yeah, they just, they just beat Bayern First? on the weekend. Yeah. And uh, Leipzig, look, the I, I think Leipzig will have a very, very strong chance of winning that league. I, th- I think Mocken Gladbach will... pass from uh, Mocken Gladbach. I, 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 I think they'll fall say. away. Yeah. I, I think they'll fall away and I think Leipzig Maybe. have got one of the best sides. Timo Werner, he's what's twenty three years old, he's already so fast. He's he's catching Lewandowski in that league. Oh I don't know. Can you imagine if he finishes top goal scorer, we're gonna look at Timo Werner no, as I I can't one of the best strikers finishing in the world. top scorer other than Lewandowski. I think he's only one scorer. or two goals away from him. Is he really which is phenomenal. Think about how well oh. Lewandowski's gone. I know. Uh another tweet that I wanted to just mention was at Daniel Story eighty five. This is a good tweet because it's something that's probably not... It's probably been overlooked this season. Um, Graham Potter. Yeah. Now, do you know who Graham Potter is? Yeah, former Swansea manager. Former Swansea manager. Who's he in charge of right now? Brighton. Brighton. That's it. Graham Potter revolutionised Brighton's style over the course of one summer. Yeah. No talk of three or four transfer windows. Just the team drastically improved by coaching and a club structure built to take the club forward. Some clubs, including tonight's opponents... Who's he talking about? Could try it. That was um, when Brighton beat Arsenal, wasn't I it? I think so, yeah. Uh, spot on. But look, Brighton, Brighton are in a very different situation. Graham Potter, by the way, is a very, very talented manager. As yeah. now that the way he's Brighton, got Brighton playing in that short amount well, of time. Yeah, but the thing is, like, you look at Swansea City now with, uh, I can't even fuck it, Cooper, whoever his first name is, the ugly fucker in charge of them. Perfect. Um, you know, Swansea City had the best start of their history and. Yeah. Uh, that Cooper manager this season and now they've got 14 points from 14 games table. They, they are dreadful they're dreadfully inconsistent and this isn't just me saying this as a Cardiff fan they are I, most Swansea fans agree with that dreadfully inconsistent this mm-hmm. year and I've seen multiple Swansea fans say that they they miss Graham Potter Graham Potter's style of football so yeah. much and you look at Chris Hutton you know last season in the Premier League they were very poor to watch. Very, very but a solid archaic team. style of football. A uh, solid team worse. that was gonna no, you was gonna su- was gonna survive. They were very lucky to survive. I do still have a gripe that they survived over Cardiff. I think Cardiff were better than in terms of uh we were very unlucky to get relegated last year. I just don't think you can overlook how much it takes for a team like Brighton or or Cardiff or whoever to stay in the Premier League and Brighton you, did that mate, under Chris yeah, like the tweet you brought up you can't look past the fact that Graham Potter has gone into Brighton it's this, it's a similar vein as Neil Harris coming into Cardiff City yeah. after Neil Warnock's left transformed the team yeah. into a positive style of football that's exactly what Graham Potter's done and it's nothing it's to a do a very what... hard thing to do imagine mate imagine now you're a football manager going into a team that was so hell-bent on a style of football that Chris Hutton was doing at Brighton, yeah. and you have to transform them in that 
small span of time and he has yeah and I think with with the squad available to him and I don't think we should besmirch a previous manager as a result of how well one manager's doing now they've taken over but I think obviously it was a good fit and we look at the we look at the league tables. I mean, three points off Arsenal, and that's only as a result of Arsenal winning yeah, you tonight. Can, you can't even use the argument that Graham Potter's gone in there. He's had loads of money thrown at him from his owners, and made incredible investments. Uh, like he hasn't even thrown loads of money about. He's no. just look. Neil Neil Morpé was a was a a good signing, and, and they spent a lot to get him. Yeah. Like, he's incredible talent. Yeah, and his goal the other night against Wolves. I mean, proves that. He, Look, this guy can do it at the top level. I, Iwo was he was he was like Mitrovic in the championship this yeah, year. But it's you, just... you say that now. I I've seen. I went to see more because when he was just coming through and there was a lot of hype about him. I went to see him play for. This is when he was at Brentford, play play against Derby. And for me, he wasn't even the best striker on the pitch that day. It's a game though, isn't it? Granted, but I've seen I've him seen enough. Suarez play live against <clears throat> Cardiff, and he was dreadful. But I, I saw him enough play, obviously, because Brentford were featured on on Sky, and I, I watched him play enough. And I thought look, he's a good player, a finisher, but I couldn't see his outstanding attributes. He's one of those players you can't see his yeah. outstanding attributes. But so, so, you know, like you do have bad games, like strikers. Do, like I remember seeing Charlie Austin when he was banging them in for QPR in the Championship against again Cardiff, obviously, yeah. but. And that day, he honestly, I don't think he touched the ball once. Yeah, you just have off days. But you do yeah. have off days. I, like I said, I just, I just couldn't see where, where he was going to be. That can he, can he be a top level striker? Um, he's proven that he can score goals in in the Premier League already, and obviously off to a good start under a good team. So, I mean, look, fantastic from Graham Potter, and I thought it was worth featuring. Uh, I have just one more tweet, okay. and it's just to touch on uh, the Tony Cruz question last yes. week. How good Tony is Tony Cruz? Cruz? At JMEMC55, mm. compared uh, a particular player to Tony Cruz in the Premier League, okay. talking of Brighton, who yep. was that player? I uh, In the Premier League? In the Premier League, plays for Brighton. Place of Brighton. And to help you out, it's Aaron Moy. Is he is he feeling okay to make at, that to make that comparison? At J M E M C fifty five said Aaron Moy, the chemotherapy cruise. Oh my god, <laughs> that's the worst opinion I've ever heard. The chemotherapy, <laughs> chemotherapy cruise. That's that's just the word. I that, that I hope he's joking. <laughs> Fucking hell. Right. Moving on, mate. To it from Tweets of the Week. You wanted to play a clip. It's from uh, none other than Graham Souness. But the most anyone, unexpected. Anyone li- Yeah. I, I mean, but fantastic. Let's yeah. hear it. So, Graham Souness, mate, like, all the stuff he said over the years, you would never expect him to come out with this. And this comes from At Bearded Genius, who says, This is really quite sweet and progressive. Two words I don't always relate to Graham Souness. Honestly, honestly, this is Graham Souness and not an impersonator. I think football, um, PFA, Premier League have to look at themselves. You know, you ask the question, why has no one ever came out? I think football has not created an environment where anyone would feel comfortable and confident about saying, look, I am gay. There must be, there is, there must be gay players and bisexual players. Players playing in the Premier League. There has to be. 
but no one's felt comfortable enough to come out and say, look, this is me. Do you think they feel that the pressure is too much? Being, um, being the first one, if you like, the, the trailblazer. Yeah, but, yeah, but what a hero you would be. Um, hero, definitely. It's, I can't answer it. Um, you can't answer it. It has to come from that, that individual to say, look, enough's enough. I want to be true to myself, true to my family. Mm. Here I am. And I think I came from a generation, from a, a time in our football where it was, it, I would, okay, I'll say it, extremely homophobic. You know, the banter in the dressing room. Um, but 12 months ago, I came, say 12 months ago, nine months ago, I came down and took part in the parade here. And it was enlightening. I mean, I learned so much and it changed my attitude. The Brighton Pride. The yeah. Brighton Pride. And it was a fabulous day out. Okay, okay, it was sunny. It was mobbed. There was, I don't know how many people, tens of thousands of people there. And I found it extremely educational. And, and it was a thoroughly great day out. Graeme Suness there it's goes so on unexpected. to tell people that you should go to the Brighton gay parade to educate yourself on the thing. Uh, do you know what, right? I, I, I'm glad you showed this to me because I have such a newfound respect for yeah. Graeme Chanes. Watching that clip, you can tell he's 100% sincere. He's had an experience where he's, you know, he's come from a time where there was not necessarily homophobia. Well, definitely, he said it. it, it he it, said it, it was yeah, homophobia. It, it was normal to be like, oh, say stuff like, oh, that's gay as a comment. As an insult to say, oh, that's gay. That's an insult. But like, for imagine, right? Surely there must be some footballers out there who are homosexual and they're too scared to come out. But I think if, you can. They they can take huge inspiration from that. I thought I thought that was fantastic. Surely to hear. Look, you might hear it from one of the a younger ex pro or so someone just a bit more of this generation. But to hear it from someone who has been through that kind of homophobic period look we're not through it yet but someone who can talk about it and someone you just don't expect exactly. I mean you, you just never would have yeah you need someone like Graham Souness like it's all well and good like you know someone who's clearly an advocate for homosexuality coming out and being in support of it but someone like Graham Souness coming out and being like look you'd be a fucking hero yeah as a homosexual yeah. to come out in the sport and I, d I do believe that he, I do I believe, believe him I hundred you can because tell that he has had some form of experience that has like enlightened him. And do you know what, mate? It's just, it's just how do you think that would go though, genuinely? So, say a, a, a player came out as gay next week. This is the how problem. do you think it be treated? This is the problem. So, first of all, I think it's absolutely disgusting that these um, individuals are afraid of actually voicing their true selves. Like, yeah. you know, I, I'm completely straight. I don't go around every day thinking. Fuck, I'm too scared to say that I fancy girls because it'll affect yeah. my my well being and my career. Your job, yeah. It's easy. Yeah. For a homosexual, like and particularly what we're talking about, a football player who's a homosexual, you have to think, right, okay, it's all well and good people tell me to come out, but is it is is it a matter of competitiveness? Is it is it a matter of them thinking, right, okay, I come out, I'm gay, I'm in the press, everyone hails me as a hero. I'm Twitter's new like favorite person, but then I still have to go into work the next few weeks, and guys are a bit nervous around me in the showers. Or I don't think that is the case, though. Yeah, but let, let's be nerves. let's be realistic about this. You're a gay guy. You come out as gay. You're playing, I don't know, any team. You're playing away. And what is the first thing you're going to hear from the stands? Do you know what? That isn't, that's a brilliant point. I completely oversaw that. If, right, let's say, for an, 
I can guarantee you that there will be some people on Twitter who are ignorant enough to think that that wouldn't happen. Let's give you an example. Yeah. Dave Jones, former football manager, uh, Southampton, Cardiff City, multiple teams, very highly esteemed football manager, yeah. got wrongly accused for paedophilia, was completely cleared by the courts. There was no evidence against him. It turned out that it was completely like a witch hunt against him. Mm. His father then went on to have a heart attack and die whilst the court proceedings were going on because he was obviously so stressed yeah. as an old man finding out that his son was going yeah. through this. And Dave Jones, for the rest of his career, had to face chance of nonce and, you know, pedo, pedo, yeah. pedo. If, if football fans are willing to make fun of someone whose father's died because of this and a, f a falsely accused uh, paedophilia charge, why would they not make fun of a homosexual footballer? The, the thing is, football fans will, and and you've experienced it, when you go to a game and you, you do get involved, like something, there's there's an atmosphere, there's a there's a feeling of you will do anything as a, as a supporter of your club to get your team over the line. So if that means trying to affect a player on the opposition team, you're going to do it. Now, where do you draw the line? That's the question. Because, for example, Ched Evans. Are you going to start talking shit about Ched Evans being a rapist? Or are you going to draw the line and think, oh, that's a bit too far because he was maybe falsely accused or was he falsely accused? He was accused? falsely accused. That's a different debate. But but he was, though, wasn't he? He's, he's innocent. He's been proved innocent. So Adam Johnson. Adam Johnson comes back to football. Does he then get subject to a load of abuse, even well, though he in, served in, his time? In, in and we can case, say, well, yes, look. he deserves it. I think yeah. you do deserve it. So any little thing that you get... I think if get, you've committed a crime, like, there's, there's But you know that argument, you'll be able to affect oh, look, that player. I've served my time. Fuck off. Like, no, no, you, I completely agree. Yeah. But you, uh, you'll do anything that you can to affect an opposition of course, player. And when you... Like, look, I've been in the stands when Cardiff have played Brighton and... You know, Cardiff fans have chatted, does your boyfriend know you're here? And, you know, it's funny at the time. What's banter? What is it's banter? Like what that, is unacceptable? It, Look at, technically um, it's banter, but it is homophobic. But going on to what you're saying. Well, look at the Chelsea like, game. You don't realise, you don't realise when when you say, um, like, and people who aren't in the world of football, when you're at a football game, you're not just trying to intimidate the opposition. You're trying to intimidate the other opposition fans in the away end yeah, so course. they're less quiet. Yeah. If you chant better than them, they will be quieter yeah. and then their team will play uh, play worse. I, I've seen so reports... I'm not, I'm not saying, by the way, I need to say, I'm not saying that it's right that Cardiff fans chant out or any no. other fan bases who I guarantee have. But I, I think a lot of people in the world of football can understand your point of view and where you are when you're in it and, and you're saying things and it's, it's a mob mentality and you're trying to get... So opposition fans, so you're right. What I what I would say, and first of all, let's not cloud this subject with you're gay, and let's not let's not put it in the same you category. Gay. You're gay, but you're also you call me gay. But but like let's not let's not put it in the same category as being a paedophile or a nonce or oh, something no. like that. Oh no! Oh fucking hell no! But what we're I'm, what just, we're I'm just saying what that we're saying is any little thing is picked up. Yeah, on, the, the line on is very saturated. So, so right there was now. a report that. Um, there's an investigation about people, and this is, I think it's over the span of two games now, um, chants about Chelsea rent boys. Yeah. 
a chant that's been going for ages a chant that and and things that people have have been saying about chelsea it's one of the immediate responses if you're if you want to get a chelsea fan is that you're a rent boy and again so where do you draw the line and i think this is this is a very great area and until we kind of establish this we're going to keep going around in circles we're going to have a fear of coming out as a gay person as a player you're going to have people being i mean you're going to have homophobic homophobic abuse at games but it also leads on to the racist abuse because you're going to get certain things look at look at tottenham i went to a tottenham tottenham man city game and this was not last season season before when they were at wembley and i went there to watch the game i went with a fellow like there was one of the, one of my mates and he's a tottenham fan and one of the biggest chants, you're, you're stood in Wembley, you're getting a pint at halftime, Yid Army. So w- now that is something that's chanted and sung by yeah. Tottenham fans. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, now are we going to say, well, that's not acceptable, you need to take that out? Because there's grounds to say, well, yeah, that is unacceptable. Where is the line? Look, I just, I think... We're what, in a grey area. I know, from going back to sport. the whole Graham S chat though, I think that... You know, homosexual sport need to feel comfortable coming out. There needs to be some form of campaign in the similar vein to kick it out and everything. This rainbow that laces enables, doesn't do it for no, me. No, fucking players wearing rainbow coloured laces would Captain's make me think... Captain's armbands oh, with rainbow. No, of I course d- not. Don't do it but, for me. But, but, like you say that, if you were playing for that club and all of your fellow players were wearing those rainbow laces and you were gay, maybe yeah. it would spur you on. Like oh, okay, all of these are supporting. Price. They're supportive. It's, you know, yeah. you know that there's support it's out there. It's a step in the right direction. Step in yeah. the right direction. But one thing I would say with Graham Souness is I completely agree. What would change the whole landscape of football yeah. in terms of homophobia 100%. is a player coming out, and Definitely. it would be a brave little fucker to come out and say yeah. and say. Like and the I, Me Too I, campaign, you need someone just to start yeah, of it off, and it's a snowball effect. I hear you have a question for me this week. I have a question. Now, you asked me how good was Tony Cruz last week. What's I've got the question, question this week? Who is the best player in the Premier League? Who is the best? I'm wondering who is the best. I wonder. I ponder. I'm wondering who is the best. Let me ask you, baby. Who is the best? Do you know? Just fucking tell me. Why won't you fucking tell me you English bastard? Who is the best Premier League player? Not ever. No. Not this year. No. This season. Yes. Best player in the Premier League. Who is the best player in the Premier League? My favourite player in the Premier League is Son. The best player in the Premier League. My favourite player is Son. My favourite player is Scott McTominay. He's not the best player in the Premier League. I fucking adore Son, but he's obviously not the best. The best player in the Premier League. I'll tell you mine. Okay. Good, because I need to fucking think. Now, I'm torn between two. Yeah. um, But one, I think, who's had the most impact and will have the most impact at the end of the season... I'm going to go with Sadio Mane. Okay. Okay. I think he is the most effective player in the Premier League. When I say th- effective, I don't. I think there, there's no team out there that can stop Sadio Mane. Yeah, he's incredible. He is unbelievable. Yeah. In, I think in he's, almost I think, every single field. I think he's top three player in the world. I think. Mm, I think. No. I do think he's in the top three. It's, it's a good shout. I mean, obviously I don't Messi think Ronaldo. It's to say it. 
I think Matt. No, I don't think. I don't think Ronaldo's in the top three right now. Of course he is. You know, as it, no, is in this year. You got mate. Look at Lewandowski. Who's who's the best player in the in the world? Leo Messi. Who's the second best player? Cristiano Ronaldo. And then it's all yeah, the rest. You're talking about ability, though. Neymar and Mbappe. Uh, are you are you asking me who is the best player ability wise? Who's the best player in the Premier League? Who's the best player ability wise? Or are I you don't saying? Know. It's a, it's a hard question, but like until until this season, Eden if, Hazard if, was was the was the number one. He was the yeah, best player in the. But if league. I was asked right now, just to give you an example, yeah, who's the cur- who's who's currently the best players in the world? Let's say in 2019, Lewandowski is above Cristiano Ronaldo because he's he's outscored he's every single player in the world. Yeah, he's more effective. Uh, Do you know what I mean? But he's not ability wise better than Cristiano. Ronaldo. Okay, who's who's the best player in the Premier League for you this season? So far this season, yeah. Poor. Do you know what? You might laugh, but Jamie Vardy's up there. I don't, wouldn't laugh at that. He's got eight goals in a row again. You get you you can't turn your nose up at that. No, Jamie Vardy's you absolutely, absolutely can't turn your nose up at that. And I think I th- I would be I would be over the moon if we get to Euros next season and he says I'll come out for from retirement it's, and I'll play. Mate, what a shame he's retired for England. I know. With with. With um, we've got an unbelievable front line. Let's be honest. No, of course, but I put Vardy ahead of Kane at the moment. No, actually, you can't. You can't. You can't do it over form with Kane because no. he's obviously a fucking unbelievable player. Yeah. And Kane will probably he won't catch Vardy this season. Probably not. He's on too good of a run. But Kane will be up there. Do you know what? Rashford's up there so far. One yeah. of the best performing players in the Premier. Yeah, League. I'd agree with that. I um, thought Rashford was. Rashford, Rashford's becoming a player who, who's not just a. I mean, not just effective. I mean, he scores goals. Don't get me wrong, but he's becoming a game changer. Yeah, he's becoming a player who's who the whole get. Look at the Manchester derby. Who was the best player on the pitch? Marcus Rashford. Rashford. Yeah, he ran the game and everything centered around Rashford. If he'd have scored, first of all, he should have scored that that one on one with um not one on one, but that opportunity with Edison where yeah. he's burned it past the post. And also, he nearly scored an outrageous goal and that hit the bar. I think I, I agree with you. Rashford's up there. Sadio Mane, I think, is is levels levels above above a lot of people in the Premier League right now. Okay, but is it as like, much as it pains me to say it? No, that's fair enough. Like Sadio Mane is great. Like I'm not. I think he is definitely one of the best. I wouldn't say for me he's one of the best in the Premier League so far this season. Who's the best player in the Premier League right now? Jamie Vardy. Okay, sixteen goals already. Fuck this shit. Is it about time we do a quiz? This is goalposts for jumpers. I want stupidity. I want stupidity now, god fucking damn it. Mate, have you got a fucking quiz or something you want to play with? I have got a quiz. And this is quiz with me. He's gonna quiz me on football. Nice theme. We're both involved in this quiz. Football. Something, right, something I I did, something I did at at work with a few of the lads who uh, will claim to know, know football, will have extremely this, this strong opinions and arguments uh, with me about football. Okay. And I put it to them. Yes. This was the quiz. Okay. Name a player yep. from every side yep. and go as far as you can, as low as you can in the pyramid of football. So it's going from top of the Premier League yep. and down to see how okay. many names okay. of players from different clubs. Just one name. Can I tell you how, how far the guys got at work? How far did they get? These guys love football. 25, 26? 20, 26. Three. They got to City and well, failed. they're idiots. They got to City and failed. Uh, well, they're one of, idiots. Yeah, exactly. 
So, um, so I thought it'd be interesting to see how far me and you get. Now, we okay. haven't had prep for this, and this could be embarrassing. <coughs> you know your championship because you watch a, lot of, watch a lot of championship. I actually don't know it that well. The Premier League should take care of itself. So the way we're going to do it, the way we're going to do it is I'll say the team, you'll go, and then I'll, I'll name one. So you get the first okay. pick, I get the second pick. Sure. The next team, I get the first pick, you get the second pick. And sure. we'll take it in turns okay. like that. Okay, so the first team, your first pick, Liverpool. Mane. I'll go with Jordan Henderson. I'm nervous. Leicester, Jamie Vardy. Iheanacho. Weird choice. Man City, Raheem Sterling. Aguero. Chelsea. Oh, Tammy Abraham. I'll go with Christian Pulisic. Man United, Rashford. Vidic. Vidic, by the way. Wow, you got to five. Matic. No, I meant Matic. Give me it. Matic, I'll let you off. Wow. Six Wolves. Uh, Jimenez. I'll go with Ruben Neves. Uh, seven, Tottenham, Son. Okay. Eight, Sheffield United. Uh, Bolstock. Bolstock. No, I'm trying to pronounce it. Trying to pronounce it. I'm struggling. Bulldog. No pressure. Yeah, Bulldog. Give you George Bulldog. Uh, I'll go Lundstrom. Nine, Arsenal, Abamyang. Arsenal, W. Palace. Wilfred Zaha. Uh, I'll go with <laughs> Martin Kelly. It's tenth. Newcastle, Shelby. Newcastle, um, Brighton. I'll go Aaron Moy Burnley uh, I'll go Chris Wood I was going to say him man I was going to say him Ashley Barnes Everton Richardson I'll go Theo Walcott Why is this hard? Bournemouth Harry Wilson Nathan Lacko West Ham Fabianski. I'll go with Yarmolenko. <laughs> I'm just fucking making me shit myself. Aston Villa, Jack Grealish. Wesley. Shout. I was going to say Wilson. Southampton. It's me first. Oh, Danny Ames. I'll go with James Ward-Prowse. Norwich, Timo Puki. No, I know it. No, I know it. No, I know it. No, you're looking at me. We're at number on. 19. If you don't make it through the Premier League, you have to quit the podcast. What do you mean? No, I know it. Norwich, number 19. Cruel? Yeah. Holy shit. You just. You know, you you know who I was trying to think of, wouldn't you? Todd Cantwell. Yeah. Uh, number 20. Um, it's you. Watford. I'd love how you go visit you without knowing it. Uh, Watford, uh, Delafeo. I'll go Troy Deeney. Oh, this right, is... we're on to the championship. I nearly slipped a fucking Norwich, man. West Brom. I'll go with... I'll go with, because I think you'll say it, and just to take it away from you, uh, Dean Garner. Those, what you think I was going to say, out of Kenneth Hall and Robson, Robson Canu. Okay, sorry. Okay, so you named him. Uh, Leeds... Patrick Bamford. Uh, Matthias Click. Uh, Fulham Mitrovic. Bobby Reed. <laughs> You're lucky you survive a Cardiff. Uh, Bristol City. <clears throat> Bristol City. 
There's loads. You you can name a few. Oh my god, I don't think I can. You could. Uh, Bristol City. Plays that used to play for Cardiff, I think. No, that's the other way around. We always steal from Bristol City. Holy mother, Macobalabadoobu. Bristol City. Can you go first on this one? I can if you want. I'll go with uh, Hanno Masengo. You've got these written down, surely. I haven't. I know. I, You've I, got them written. I swear down, on my life, man. I ne- I could go. I, I reckon I could go down all the way through to League One. I think I could go further. No, you couldn't. I reckon I could. Go on, Bristol City. Why can't I think of Bristol? This I don't work well under pressure. I don't work well under pressure. Under pressure, do, do, do. mate. I'm Welsh sure. centre back played for Swansea. Ashley Williams. Right. But does that count? I'll let you off. Uh, Nottingham Forest. How is this relevant? Now? The reason why I'm I'm saying it is because Nottingham Forest. I think. I, the reason why I said that was because I think I'm you'd fail now, at Nottingham. I don't think I know. Forest a Joe Lolly, uh, Sheffield Wednesday. Sheffield Wednesday, mate. Are we still both playing? Yeah, I can still play if you want. No, I've, I'm out. This is no longer interesting. Yeah, it's anyway. no longer. I reckon. I reckon I could go. I reckon I could go at least halfway down League One, possibly more. You've definitely done some progress. I swear on my life. I swear on my life. What is next? I do like it. I do like it. What is next? Two lies and a truth. Welcome to Two Lies and a Truth. I'm no longer allowed to introduce the feature anymore because Alex says that everyone knows what it is already. So okay. here's Two Lies and a Truth. Alex tells me off sometimes. Three stories, two are lies, one is true. You've got to guess which one. Alex is the best podcast salesman of all time. This feature this week has a Christmas theme. Christmas time. Mistletoes and wine. Mistletoes. Children. That's Honestly, what I said, wasn't it, it? Yeah, you said that's what I mean. Mistletoes. What's it supposed to be? What do you think mistletoe toes are? Mistletoe. You kiss under them. <laughs> mistletoes. Mistletoes. <laughs> what are you on about? Oh my god. Christmas time. Mistletoes and wine. <laughs> <laughs> what? what are you laughing at? Oh my god, you have no idea. I've lo- people are gonna love that. What are you talking about? Mistletoes and wine. Mistletoes and wine. It's not no, mistletoe. no, no. I'm not continuing with this. Until it's you... mistletoe and wine. No, it's mistletoes. Okay. It's mistletoes and wine. This will be fun, right? Chris, what's the song? But who sings it? Christmas time. We can't include this. Christmas. This <laughs> is too embarrassing for you. Mistletoes and wine lyrics. Christmas time. Mistletoes and wine. See? Yeah, you're wrong. Anyway, uh, two lies and a truth. Why is it mistletoe and wine? Why would it be mistletoes? Multiple mistletoes. Mistletoe. What is mistletoe? Christmas time, mistletoe yeah, and wine. But what is mistletoe? What do you mean? Do you know what mistletoe is? Yeah, it's the thing you kiss underneath. Yeah, but what is it? Like a plant. Yeah, so it's not multiple mistletoe. How do you know there's not multiple mistletoes in the house? Because the plural of mistletoe is mistletoe. Is not it? mistletoes. What's the non-plural version of mistletoe? Mistletoe. What's the plural version? Mistletoe. How do you know that? It's like sheep. What's, What's the, the plural, plural of sheep? Sheep. What's? Oh, I'm fucking done. I'm quitting Sheeps. the fucking podcast. Sheeps. Can I just do two lies and a truth? Isn't the plural for sheep sheeps? Of course not. 
Of course not. Am I missing something here? Yes, a brain. Anyway, right. <laughs> two lies and a truth. No, 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 Please. no. Please. Please. Tell me what it? the plural of sheep is then. Sheep. It's sheep. What does, what's sheeps then? Is two lies and a truth. Is sheeps a verb? What? What have you just said? Stop doing things. Right, two lies and a truth. <laughs> the first story. I'm hot now. It's a Christmas miracle. It's a Christmas miracle. A team called FC Santa Claus won the Finnish Midnight Solskoppen. FC Santa Claus Arctic Circle, as they're formerly known, from Finland, donned their festive red and white kit for the occasion and didn't let their thousands of fans down as they secured an astonishing win. <laughs> Story number one, FC Santa Claus. It's a miracle. Yeah. It's a Christmas miracle. Story number two, a Christmas carol. Okay. Christmas Carroll. Ex-Man United goalkeeper Roy Carroll once missed eight games after sustaining an injury while taking part in a Danish game show for children. While playing for Adents, the Irishman had agreed to appear on Hugo, and while there, producers of the show persuaded, persuaded him to dress in a giant Christmas pudding suit. During an outbreak, Roy fell awkwardly, fracturing his wrist. What's the plural for Roy Carroll? carols story number three. Oh dear oh dear swedish centre-back philip hallander had an awkward moment last year when 22 reindeer escaped from his ranch the 26 year old rangers defender shared a post on twitter of the herd fleeing their enclosure three stories which one do you think is the most believable i hope he had his christmas hallander that year okay i okay out of all three of those stories... Christmas Carol, oh dear, and you've got... It's a Christmas miracle. That's FC Santa Claus. I like the Christmas theme. I'm not going to lie. However, I... It's, I, sh, I don't care. Which one are you going to go with? This is so hard to do. Pick one. How is one of them true? It's a Christmas miracle. I'm That's fucking FC Santa so... Claus. I'm so fucking bored of football now. This sport is mental. How is one of them true? You got to pick between Santa Claus, how FC Santa Claus. Tell me a, how I pick one. Winning the Finnish Cup. They are mental. Roy Carroll fracturing his wrist while dressed as a Christmas pudding. Yeah. Or Philip Hallander uh, losing twenty-two of his reindeer. Yeah, because he has reindeer. Which no, one cause, are you no, going to go has, for? He owns reindeer. So, and someone who owns reindeer just loses 22 reindeers. Wait, how many reindeers does Santa have? Isn't it 22? I thought it was eight. Was it? I don't know. Because that's the answer. If so, because Santa stole his reindeers. Oh, of course. This is mental. Which I'll one go are you going to go with? Carol one. You're going to go with a Christmas Carol X Men goalkeeper Roy Carroll. I've got a story about this, by the way. I, I'm gonna like sorry to bombard you with this. Yeah, go on. Um, my my dad, right, is a region manager for a company, and <laughs> one year, one of his staff members, who was a manager, was underperforming as a manager, like yeah. he had been for years. Yeah. So, push came to shove. It was like the start of December, and he was like, right, I've got to get rid of this guy. Something had happened in work, and it was, you know, like, he had to go. 
Mm-hmm. So my dad plucked up the courage, not plucked up the courage, he just, it was Christmas time, it's hard to get rid of someone at that time of year. And he turned up at the branch to let this guy go and he was dressed as a Christmas pudding. The guy who was going to be sacked. sacked. My dad had to sack as... the guy dressed as a Christmas pudding. Oh no. Yeah, he had to get into his car after collecting his stuff. <laughs> I can imagine him getting in awkwardly. In he couldn't Christmas quite pudding. fit. So with a I'm, box of his stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. It's brilliant, <laughs> I, felt, I just felt sad for a second. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to pick Roy Carroll as a Christmas pudding. Okay. Because I like people in distress dressed as Christmas pudding. Okay. It's all over, I think. No. And it's the end of the road, the lonely road. End of the show. Goalposts for jumpers. We've, end of the road. We've talked a lot today i'm fucking exhausted uh, but i think it's the first time we've actually been serious yeah we've talked I don't about serious enjoyed it i liked it i, I th- feel like i access parts of my brain today that i never knew existed like mistletoes. finding out that mistletoe is plural i'm i'm in shock still why uh, as a stupidity, mistletoes um, being thick. If there were six mistletoes on the ceiling, I would say, "Look at those mistletoes." No, you'd say, "Look at that mistletoe." That mistletoe. Okay, no, you're saying that as if I'm stupid. Okay, get a hundred people in this room. A hundred of a hundred of them will say that's the same what they're as me. called, and say, "Right, what would you call a bunch of them?" Driving mistletoes. down a road, Baker. You're driving down a road. You look into a field. There's sixty sheep. Oh. Look at those sheeps. You don't say that, do you? You say, "Oh, look at that! Sh- look at those sheep." No, but if I, I, I would go, "Ah, sheeps." No, I wouldn't say that. Actually. No, you that's wouldn't. Stupid. Of course, you wouldn't. No, that's really stupid. Right, let's wrap up the show. Let's go through our two lines and the truth. You went with Roy Carroll because yeah. you had a similar, or your dad had a similar experience. Christmas pudding experience, yeah. unfortunate Tragic. event. So that was the ex-Man United goalkeeper Roy Carroll missing games because he injured himself while dressed as a Christmas pudding. Yeah. Uh, the actual answer, because our other one was, oh dear, Swedish centre-back Philip Hallander losing his 22 reindeer. The actual answer was story number one. No way. It's a Christmas miracle. What? A team called FC Santa Claus won the Finnish Midnight Solskapen. <laughs> FC Santa Claus Arctic Circle, as they're formerly known from Finland, Donned their festive red and white kit for the occasion and didn't let their thousands of fans down as they secured an astonishing win. There's a team called FC Santa Claus and they won a cup in Finland. Wait, I've heard of them. They got a 4,000 seater stadium, apparently. Yeah, I've heard of them. I know them. Have you actually? Uh, Football manager again. And you didn't know that was the answer? Honestly, like, it's like my brain gets into, like, just. It melts when you start to lies in truth. It just it concedes to just ridiculousness. I just refuse. I just like, my brain is like, obviously. I'll take the bragging rights this week. That's my brain Perfect. when two lies in the truth starts. So what have we learned? What have we learned? Loads. Loads. But mainly, if you're a homosexual playing football, come on. Just. You have our support. Yeah. Yeah. Just do just do the right thing and just be true to yourself and just come out. Yeah. Everyone will support you. Yeah. And uh, if you also think that the plural of mistletoe is mistletoes, we also have our support. Uh, it's you. something that 
should be discussed. And but I no longer think it. Oh, good. I'm convinced. Oh, good. That I'm wrong. Perfect. This is why I'm a millennium. I'm I, I, a what? A millennium. A millennium. No, a millennium. Oh, we need to finish the show. <laughs> Can we finish the show? Because honestly, I can't take any more stupidity. <laughs> it's driving me sad. Thanks for tuning in. Guys, we release every Wednesday. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you go onto our Twitter, follow our page. Make sure you go onto our Instagram and follow our page. And please engage because we always want to hear from you guys, the fans. We want to hear your input. Thanks for uh, another episode. Mistletoes. You ruin everything. (laughs) Mistletoes. Goodbye. Stepping, it's all over. It is now. It's now.